I love him so much. Fucking good shit. The oils, mate. The oils. Midnight oil. Oh, what a great band. Great song. What a great period of Australian music. Yeah, it is. We haven't played much oils on this show. We haven't. So that's why we wanted to open with this one. We're not sort of oilsy, you know, people, I don't think, really. Look, it's I not appreciate our... them, but I'm not a huge oilsy oils. Yeah. I love them live. Oh, yeah. They're live amazing and... live. Oh, Fuck, they were the first band I saw live. What am I talking about? Oh, is that right? In a bistro in Sydney. That's amazing. Serious? Yep. They had a cover band. Wow. Years ago. Fuck. But they would play their originals Mm. and uh, I was about six. Did he have long hair then? No, no, bald. Mm. That's what freaked me out a bit. Because he had long hair to start. Yeah. Mm. Well, he was at, I think it was Bondi Beach Hotel or something and there was a bistro thing and we used to go there for dinner and yeah. they were playing. That's it. Just on the floor like any band would. Yeah. And my brother thought he was piss funny because he was doing all his dancing and stuff, but I found him petrifying. Yeah, yeah. But, God, what an artist, hey? Now, how was your Christmas, everybody? We've just had uh, Christmas. Yes. We've just had Boxing Day. Everybody's caught up. Everyone's sort of, you know, in that weird period between Christmas and New Year's that feels like it lasts a month. Nobody knows what they're doing, do mm. they? Unless you're sort of going back to work, you poor things. Mm. We're not, though. Uh, we're getting ready for New Year's Eve this Ooh, weekend. Yeah. We've got a, we're actually going to do a big New Year's episode next. Yes. Because, you know, we wanted to sort of celebrate this like in-between period by um, servicing a request from a long-time listener of ours, Peter Larson. Peter Larson. So Peter Larson sort of came out to Australia from Sweden in the 80s and loved the music out here. Loved the girls, loved the sunshine and it was an amazing period of his life and he still, he listens to our show because it, it sort of reminds him of that See, period. I don't remember this about Peter. You don't? No. Mm. I just thought he lived in Sweden. Yeah, right. No, I remember. Remember he loves uh, noise works. You remember, you've got a better memory. than Yeah, I know he loves noise works. Noise works. If you love noise works and Wawa, I know you're going to love tonight. Now, 
It is, it's another compilation album That's which right. do quite well for us. This one was released in Sweden and yeah. it's called 1988 Australian Rocks. That's right. So this is Sweden's take on Australian rock. It was a Swedish release but and it was Aussie Swedish. music. That's and this right. is because so many sort of Swedish backpackers came out to Australia in the 80s. Uh, got killed. Yeah, yeah, got (laughs) murdered in the outback. Go write movies about it. A lot of these songs were the last song they ever heard. (laughs) Oh, no. 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 Before they got on the plane and came home safely. It was true, though. Fucking used to happen all the time. Yeah, it did. Fucking hell. They speak anything different, dead. Bang. You know, root them and then fucking kill them. (laughs) I don't, it's just horrible. (laughs) It really – and they were all Aussies that fucking killed him. Yeah, Weren't that's fucking, right. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah, scary. Good times. Things are a lot better now, tourists. Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't do that that's anymore. Right. We, we don't. Just go we to We don't gigs. do that anymore. But Jesus. All right, so, yeah, so this is for you, Pete. Thank you for your long-time support. We're going to go through this album. It's really, really interesting, the sort of uh, – the licence that has been taken. Now um, – this song, Beds Are Burning, this came off uh, Diesel and Dust, which was like a concept album that uh, Oils were sort of, I guess, exploring uh, the plight of the Australian Aborigines. Yes, And course. it really brought it, that dialogue into the mainstream in a really it cool did. way because it was yeah. through rock music and everything. And um, yeah, people were very... You know, people were very sort of – it was a controversial subject. People weren't as sympathetic or empathetic, if you can believe that they are in Australia, towards the, 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 you know, history of the Aborigines and um, than they they are now. Um, And this kind of helped, I guess, like bring it into the, you know, conversation. Um, Yeah, this this Midnight Oil music – and David Bowie's Let's Dance mm. were the two videos I can remember yeah. where we first we introduced we weren't introduced, but mm. as kids we were, we didn't know. On an international stage though, yes. Yeah, that's Introdu- true. You know, introduced, yes. Um and we had issues. Mm. Bowie had an issue. Yeah, with that's racism. right. Midnight Oil have always had this patriotic issue with yeah. them owning the land. Yeah. And been a huge advocate for that. Absolutely. Um I love I'm that not, about the oils. I love that they're greenies and I love that they 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 they'll stick up for the Yeah. So the front man of the oils was a politician for a while? He was. He was in the Australian Greens and then crossed over to the Labor Party because he wanted to be uh, more effectual. Do you effective. reckon he left because it was just full of manipulators? He was thrown on um, Kevin Rudd made a big mistake and threw um, um Peter Garrett. Peter Garrett under the under the bus to sort of save his ass. Unfortunately, I don't think it was Peter Garrett's fault. There was right. this thing that happened to do with um, insulation bats. Remember? Really? And, and yeah. So they were subsidising these insulation bats. Oh yeah, yeah, The government yeah. were so that people sort of it was to help the sort of cost of living with their yep. electricity. Yep. Sent out all the bats. The bats turned out to be like unsafe in terms uh. of the people installing them was giving them health issues like respiratory oh, issues. Oh no! And people died. Oh, my God. So it was quite a big thing at the time. Why was it Peter Garrett's fault? I think he was sort of spearheading it or something uh, or I don't know, it was his portfolio or something. Wow. I don't quite believe it was his fault. Really it uh, was, I don't, I don't know. As the minister, 
you do have to sort of take the fall. But it was a real shame because he had crossed over from the Greens where he would have been so, so fucking popular and crossed over to the Labor Party where he was just like, a, you know, the token loony in the Labor Party. Yeah, Can you imagine? Our politicians are fucked anyway. But I love him. I always have. Now yeah. this song went to number 17 in the States. Wow. There you go. And also Sweden. So there we oh, go. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Do you reckon it's because of this record? Oh, possibly. Absolutely. Because this is why Peter loves Noise Works. Yeah, that's 100%. right. 100%. Oh, 100%. Because. Peter Larson. Peter Larson. Mm. Because all these songs, but. There's a strange one on here that's not Australian, which is pretty. We'll funny. get to that. Mm. So, so number one in New Zealand, South Africa, and Canada. Number three in the Netherlands. Number five in France, which I always find interesting and surprising. Yeah. Yep. Six in the UK, Australia, and Ireland. So it did really well in all these other countries apart from Australia. I don't know. What did we get in Australia with Beds of Burning? Number six, UK, Australia, and Ireland, and then number seventeen in the US. Which is an amazing result, Fuck and Australia. Sweden as well. Just do it. The US is where you want to be. Yeah, exactly right. This would have made them a fortune. That I mean, so much money out yeah, of this going which to is good, 16. and they still work now. They've they've got such a cult following. Midnight Oil, and they're you. amazing live. They are. I think the drummer's amazing. Mm-hmm. Love him. Yep. I have seen them. I mean, they were the first band I saw at a restaurant. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. You know, this strange dude with no hair, just going ape shit. He was like hardcore, I'm not going to say the male version of Chrissy Amphlett, but he was threatening like that. There was He was, was manic. A, exactly. Like, he was crazy. And a friend you, of mine saw him in mm. Newcastle and the band started and he had this stunt where he used to run and jump from behind the band, the, the drum, drum riser yeah. and jump over the ju- drum kit and oh. he just sort of appear. Yeah, right. And he's all arms and legs. And he's, he's tall. He's How tall, can he do that? But when he was doing it in this venue, went over the top and there was a big solid beam that was quite low and he smashed his fucking forehead on it oh, no. and, and busted his head open and this big trickle of blood just starts running down his face. He did the whole gig with all blood yeah. down his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you fucking imagine that? Yeah. He would have had concussion. Probably. It's ah. probably where the dancing, you know. Well, who knows, but it was bloody incredible. Yeah. But that was song one, side one. Song one. What's the name of the record called again? 1988 Australia Rock. And then what does it say about Australia? It says, let me just zoom in. This 1988 Australian Rocks. Yep. This was released in uh, by CBS. In, right. It was a Swedish release. It probably possibly went all over Europe. Who knows? <clears throat> Interest in Australian history and culture has perhaps never been as high as it is now. 1988 will highlight Australia's bicentenary and the incredible development of the country in those 200 years. What the world once knew only as the indefinitely remote destination of month-long voyaging across strange oceans has become a country which has achieved excellence in every field. Gee, that's generous. That is. Music is definitely one of the brightest facets of Australia's living culture. I would agree with that, or at least it was in the 80s. And the purpose of this record is to introduce seven leading bands who may still be unknown outside their native land. So they would, you know, this was really helping them charts sort of throughout Europe, which is really wonderful. 
Um, lost my place. These bands have achieved tremendous success in Australia in recent years and these tracks illustrate the many diverse strands of Australian music in 1988. They are taken from seven new albums, all available on LP, CD and cassette, which ought to be considered as major international releases for any real rock fan. Popular music history has always been a patchwork of various influences and it appears that the late 80s will be the home of Australian rock. So this is a very rocky record. So if you love your rock, you'll love it. They loved us. Um, it's got an Australian map on it, doesn't it, with rocks? Yeah. 1988 Australian rocks. I remember I think these were at the post office. Feels like it, doesn't it? I think this was a post office release in Australia. Mm. You know, like they do. Oh, but yeah. But no, surely not because we're going to find out some funny shit in a minute. But... Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad they put Midnight Oil in, on there and that's probably why it charted in Sweden. I watched a documentary on Swedish producers the other night because they did Backstreet Boys and blah, blah, blah and they're not allowed to brag about themselves in Sweden. So they're not, they're not allowed to say what they've done. I've worked for the Backstreet Boys, I've written for Pink, I've written for Duran Duran. They're not allowed to brag. Why not? It's not part of their culture. So culturally they don't so brag. So Facebook would be boring. Over there, jeez, because they're not allowed to brag. Really? Who they're? Oh fuck no! It's not part of their culture. You cannot talk about what you've done musically. Oh, this guy's written for Pink, written for Britney. Oh, he was Oh Baby Baby, Britney Spears. Oh wow! And cannot like now they're bringing it up in the documentary, but they're not allowed to brag about it. Right. They do the song, they forget about it, and then the next minute they're eating their cornflakes, and it's number one, and they go, oh. That's interesting. And then they just go back to work. Fuck. Where Aussies and Americans well, it's are an American always thing. fucking That's brave. an American thing, isn't it? It's yeah. just all you do but is talk It was about interesting to hear that. Mm. I think right. it's um, on Netflix. It's called Pop Up or something. It's a whole of series of documentaries. Of There's um, a really good doco on Boys, um, boys to Men. Mm. Stuff like that. Really, really good. And this one was about. The writers in Sweden, the very, yeah. very famous ones. Yeah. But, yeah, that, it's interesting. So um, I'm sure they haven't bragged they're putting this record out but I love it. <laughs> That's it. Um, now do you like the next guys? They were a Melbourne band, weren't they? Yeah, no, this is, they were a Melbourne band, absolutely. Or Sydney, one of the two, cannot believe it. But this isn't their song. This is an interesting thing about the Party Boys. They were a cover band. Mm, they that's were it. never – that's a fucking right. – they were like Rewind 80s but Barnsley's brother Swanee was fronting it. Swanee had a few singles of his own. Yeah. Fantastic songs. If I was a carpenter and he had um, – Of oh, a Sydney. Kevin Borich. Yeah. Kevin Borich has been in covers for years. Yeah, gotcha. You know. So this was the interesting thing is that the Party Boys came out and they did an ACDC cover which I mm. find – Really brave but really fucking stupid at the same time. Yeah. But no one said anything because I don't think they released this in Australia. But here we go. Here's the party boys. Yeah. 
God, one track two, Party Boys, high voltage. See, that uh, that vocal is very Michael Hutchins, isn't it? Um, I felt it was. Radio. You know when Michael really goes for it and he puts growl into his voice rather yeah. than the throat of your lower stuff? Yeah. I just hear Barnsley in that. Yeah. But I hear Barnsley in The Sun as well, David. That oh, was yeah, the yeah, only yeah. song. I, I, the first song she does is with David mm-hmm. and there's just elements of Barnsley in his voice that if you pick up on them you go, fuck, that's his son for sure because yeah. – there's that, you know, um, working class man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That, yeah. He's got that thing about him. Yeah, that's right. But I can hear Barnsley in um, obviously his brother's voice. Now they had a big rotating roster, the party boys, like constant people coming in and out. Uh, Kevin Borich, Paul Christie, Harvey James. James Rain jumped in wow. while he was filming Return to Eden in Sydney. Richard Clapton. Oh, God, we've got to do a podcast oh, on Return do. to we've Eden. we fucking do that, haven't fucking we? Fucking hell. I'll write that down. I always fucking forget that. Oh, my God, especially that. now. Yeah. The crocodiles are hunting. <laughs> oh, that is the best especially fucking. Especially now. Oh, my God, they're everywhere. Absolutely. So did I say Richard Harvey, Mark Hunter for a little while. Right. Um, who else? Uh, Shirley Strawn, Angry yeah. Anderson. So is this to go John with our episode Swan. of the Passion Project maybe? Like the Visage. You know, like it's a project. Oh, like a, a producer. Yeah, like it's yeah. not really a band. It's Production project kind of thing. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. You know. Who else? Ross Wilson. Doc Neeson. Wow. Mark Gable. I th- yeah, right. And who, uh, there was another one. Mm. And I wonder what made them do High Voltage. Because now the Swedes are walking around thinking high voltage is the party boys. It's the party boys. It is the party boys, not the bloody ICDC. It is the party boys. What's wrong with that? Is that Swedish? I don't know. I I fucking blows my mind that they've released this on a fucking Swedish. (laughs) Yeah. But no, it doesn't when we get to the end of it. Mm. But um, high voltage. What did you think of the version? I think the band was good. I think it's all all right. Oh, yeah. But without... The boy on the voice. Not extremely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why would you ever do a? Balls. Why would you ever do a fucking um, ACDC. ACDC song? To be honest, yeah. but I don't know. They're I just, should have actually. They're having fun. They're the party boys. Maddie might be able to put it in the background, the, the original. But I mean, fuck, mate, the delivery is a little bit lighter. Yeah. Still all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would have had heaps of coke and done all that shit. But oh, they would have had fun. You know, party boys. Yeah. That's how they get everyone in it. But um, the next one is obviously Peter Larson's favourite band. I reckon he's heard them through this album. You can tell us though, Peter. Good on you, Peter. Yeah. I'm glad you told us the, you know. It's interesting to look at new cultures records, you know. Mm. Not new cultures but like this was a, I don't know, a compilation album from Sweden. I love this song. I think we should do it in Rewind 80s. Oh, my God. Fuck yes. It's my favourite, favourite, favourite. Here we go. Invitations I don't want to 
everything works. Love it. It's beautiful, beautiful production, that song. It is. Absolutely love it. Chet on guitar, one of the best guitarists to fucking hit this planet. Mm-hmm. No longer with us. Yeah. But fucking incredible feel, incredible tone, a new tone. We hadn't heard this tone really, had we? Oh, in terms of John Stevens' tone? No, 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 the guitar tone. Oh, the guitar tone. Very unique. No, yeah. It's not something you'd heard funky, kind of grungy. It was just very tasteful. Yeah. Never overplayed. And then when he did a solo, it was clean and fucking yay. Yeah, that's right. That's you know, true, actually. It's really not many guitarists can do that. No, that's right. So John Stevens scares the fuck out of me, but I've met him. Mm. He's just huge persona, yeah. like a huge persona. Mm. I met him, I was with down at the snow. Oh, no, I was, I'd see Tony who, obviously Tony Copa manages him. So oh, I was right. in Colours with Tony for a little while. And he would come to the gigs because they're mates, man. They're mm. really good mates. And then I saw him and I used to stare at him and I never went up to him because he was just a big guy. Yeah. Too big. Like I was just like scared, you know. And then I met him at the snow and he was so lovely and um, he I couldn't sing one night at the snow. I was singing. I was with Charlie Coper, Tony's brother, and I said, um, fuck, I can't get my voice going. In the snow because your body changes temperature and it doesn't work. Mm. It just doesn't go to the no, heights because right. your body freezes. So he came up to me and he said, you need to have a Dran Bui. <laughs> yeah. And I thought he was joking. He goes, oh, no, no, go and have a Dran Bui, you'll be right. And I had a Dran Bui and the fucking thing fixed me like yeah. I've never been fixed before. Yeah. And that was a John Stevens thing. He told me that. Oh, wow. But lovely, lovely guy. Now, the thing is... Sexy voice. Oh, tone from fucking... Fucking tone's amazing. Yeah. You know. Mm. So Maddie was like, you should get feathers on the show <laughs> for Peter Larson. Oh, great. Because he works for Noiseworks. So yeah. Pete, the keyboard player in, in Sudo works with Noiseworks, Tony Feathers. And uh, I was going to get feathers on but I thought, oh, I won't worry about it. But we will try and get... The Noiseworks boys on. They're doing. We should actually go to the forum. Mm. They're doing the forum. Oh, they really? Yeah, Noiseworks. Yeah. Oh, hey. So they get together every now and then and yeah, do right. Noiseworks. That's great. It's, I'd um, love to see them. But yeah, very very close to home for us. Amazing song. Such depth. Such fucking. Se- it's underpants material. Because he does a lot of it low, and he's got oh, such an yeah. amazing high register. Yeah. He does all the fucking falsetto at the end, like he does that big note at yes. the end. But a lot of big it is voice. low, you know, and he's got a beautiful lower register, song, just like yeah. Hutch, you know. Yeah, no, beautiful. I, I kind of feel like Hutch cancelled Noisework, like NXS cancelled Noiseworks out a little bit. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? In the um, 80s. You, well, Noiseworks were much later. Noiseworks were like the second half yeah, of the right. 80s. Yeah, um, Whereas NXS came out of the 70s. Um, well, they'd done the groundwork kind of. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. But we still pricked our ears up for these. Oh, totally. The thing is though, NXS enjoyed that sound for most of the 80s. Whereas by the time these guys came along, that sound was sort of drifting out. You know what I mean? Like it was sort of 1990 Hot Chili Woman. That was the last big hit, I think. I think. Yeah, but what songs have stood up though, you know? 
Yeah, like, yeah, exactly right. Song. Within that song, uh, within that time, and yep. we got another noise works we're playing because this album loved them. Ah, yes. Um, I think musically, I prefer noise works. I know that sounds fucked, but I prefer noise works songs to in excess songs. Mm. I would listen to a noise works album. I get quite excited about their music. Yep. In excess is hit and miss with me, like fucking kick and shit off that. Not interested. Yeah, right. Yep. I mean, of course, the first couple of albums are nothing like rock. No. Um, and then you've got The Swing, nothing like rock. Yeah, no. And then when they got into the rock stuff, I think that had been done before they'd done it even. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, well, they were trying to be American. So, I yeah, yeah, I don't know what they were trying, but I felt like they were trying <clears throat> to be a pub band. Where these guys were a fucking pub band. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Aussie rock, Oz rock. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I think No Lies would be great for us. Mm. Production, Mark Opitz. Of course. Mastered by Leon Zervos who did uh, a lot of my stuff with 10,000 mm. in Sydney. Great sound. So there you go. Great sound. And that's for Peter because Peter would have discovered Noiseworks on this record, I'd say. Peter, we were fucking rocking out because, while this was playing. We loved Because that. he would have been here a lot earlier if you said he was coming, you know, in the 80s. This is mm. quite late. The next 86. track, never heard of these cunts. No. So CBS, Can is, we just get CBS is trying to pull a Swifty on the people of Sweden and making well, out that these guys maybe they were. just had some really expensive songs and some cheapies. Mm. Oh, well, that's what you do with compilations, yeah. isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe we'll I'll put, put it on these. I'll put these ones in. But let's look at these guys because I want to know a bit more about them. Um, Flash in the pan, is that what they're called? Flash in the pan. All right, here we go. Okay, I know who they are. Vander and Young. Yep. Vander and Young from the Easy Beats. Down Among the Dead Man. Do you remember that? Down Among the Dead Man. Yeah. And the other song I know is Hey St. Peter. Hey St. Peter, which, which is Grace sound. covered. 
Really? Grace Jones covered that. Hey, St. Peter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for in it was on nightclubbing. Wow. Because mm. that sounds to me, hey, St. Peter sounded like fucking lovers in the air or something. Yeah, yeah, you're you right, actually. I mean? Which I think was Vander and Young, wasn't it? I think so. It's the fucking lovers in the air all over again. Yeah, yeah. And then lovers in the air, the next release by Hoochie Coochie was lovers in the air again with different lyrics. It is. Yes, yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. It is you Vander can hear and Young it, can't did you? lovers in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Can't you hear it? Yeah. That was a big that was Yesterday's a, Hero as well. Yesterday's they did that Hero. For him in 75. Yeah. Lovers in the Air in 77. And really, this could be one of the um production project bands, Vander and Young, because they were yeah, never that's right. intended to be a live thing. It was just like a studio band, you know what that's I mean? That's right. Until ACDC came along. That kind of drives me crazy. What? Like studio bands. It was big in the eighties. Big. Fuck I don't No one wanted to I tour. Hate it. No no one needed to tour though. But I remember like oh, You could make money off records then. People within ten thousand wanted to do it as a side side project. What? And I was just like, get your hand off your cock. What? Do what? Like side do project. Do like a, a side like a, a studio project, like a side project. And it's like Why, when you've got a record out? Put it in yeah. That's stupid. Like put it into the band. Have you learnt nothing? Yeah, like, that's right. Put that energy into the band. I don't like because you can't have two projects and then you're confusing people. But the, just the, the particular person thought they were such an amazing multi instrumentalist. Oh and right, it's, Peter Gabriel. It's fucking shit what they. Th- Peter fucking... Gabriel with a heart on. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I bet yeah. I fucking do. Yeah. Look, flash in the pan. I will go back and say they had a lot of hits. They had a lot of hits. All right, yes. More 70s that I know of their stuff. Yeah, so. that's right, exactly. I remember sitting on the loo. We had <laughs> outside loos in Bentley. Did you? Sit on the loo and the – I remember Hayes and Peter run, coming through on the radio while I was sitting on the loo having a shit going, I wonder if I remember this day. And yeah. you have and, and have. you did a podcast <laughs> and mentioned it. I if, used to think that <laughs> as a kid. I wonder if I'm going to remember this shit to this song. Oh, my fucking head's nuts. Right? I wonder if I'm going to remember this shit. Oh, Curiosity in the Cat. I used to pick on that, have a shit to that. wonder if I'm going to remember <laughs> this shit song. To yeah, oh, yeah. Every time I was having a shit. Was you strain the to The radio the bit. Nah, I never strain, man. It just goes straight out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I just remember the songs. Oh, speaking of. What? We didn't bring up the um the Bucks night that I went to, Oh, my to, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking wild. Really? Where was Peter, it? Peter, you'll love this. So we went down to oh, – Peter, you'll love this. Went to Apollo Bay. The ber- the girls oh. did something really fun for the hens. M- Mika and I had to go away to this fucking Bucks thing. The boys are probably listening because I told them. It was yeah. a lot of fun, boys. Well done. <laughs> um, on, on the first night, on the first night, we caught this dude fucking trying to let our tyres down because the what? music was too loud. It was probably – it was just after 11 p.m. But I reckon it was some – like old racist Aussie yeah. because he came around in the afternoon at about What were you doing in your car anyway? Um, can't say. Oh. No, we had just, we had just. It wasn't, wasn't it, it in It wasn't venue? just us. It was oh. us and two other dudes. Right. So, well, nothing sus. Oh, okay. I know what you doing. Nothing sus. Yeah, yeah that. And yeah, then. Snows in Africa. <clears throat> hey. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> we're, we're walk, walking back around the corner we can hear this fucking. Holy snows in this fucking, Africa. Shut up. We heard this fucking. 
like this. No. And then we started, what the fuck was that? This dude hops up from amongst the cars. Steve, our mate, goes to fucking like level 100, is just jumper punching, punching this fucking dude, screaming at the other mate, at the other guy, Paul, like going, ring the coppers, get the coppers. Because I ran to the car, saw that it was flat and Steve just went mental. Steve turns to me and goes like, go and get the boys. So I had to run into the party and get the boys. All these wogs come out like whoo, 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 whoo. Because oh, someone's no. fucking tampering with their cars. Lucky not on the news. I know. And I was the sober one. Oh, my God. We had just, we had only been there a little while. And um, by the time, I didn't know what to say. I ran into the party and the boys are all doing the fucking Zorba. And I'm, I run in and... Said, oh, who owns the VW? They've been someone's been tampering with it. They were like, oh, <laughs> come in. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. We just busted a dude like fucking letting the tires down. They all want, ran out and wanted to fucking kill him. When wow. we ran out, he tried to take off up the street because he knew the boys were coming. Yeah, right. So I didn't know where they were, so we had to shut up for wow. a moment. We could hear the screaming this down the so street. so 21 Jump Street. It was so exciting. Wow. Oh, it was as hard as a rock. Was Johnny Depp there? No, oh, he didn't damn. need to be there. Wow. Ran up. He was lu- He was like, lu- this dude is lucky he didn't get the absolute shit bashed out of him. How old was the dude? In the police report, I said early sixties, but I was just being a bitch. You did a police report. Yeah, I was just being a bitch. He would have been. He would have been mid fifties. Was he Aussie? Yeah, would have been a racist prick coming around the afternoon because he came around the afternoon, told us to turn the music down. Oh, okay. And they were like, "What the fuck?" I mean, okay. So you're in your car at this venue. We weren't in the car. We were coming back from another house. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we were coming and back near the car. And you're in the car and he's the putting the tyres out as you're in the car. Yeah, he'd done two cars. He's pretty brave. I thought so too. Mm. Um, what he was actually doing, we thought we was, he was slashing them, uh, which apparently is a higher offence. If he had to slash them, we really be, would have been able to get him. Right. He was pulling the pins out of the ch- uh, tubes, out of the, um, you know, the wow. bit that sticks out that you put the air in. He was ripping the middle of that out so all the air was oh coming out. God. So you don't need to slash the tyre. You just pull that bit out Bit yeah. out. apparently. There you go, kids. So um, the car is okay or you couldn't drive it home or whatever? Uh, apparently you can blow it up and put the cap on enough to get you sort of down the road. I wonder if he does it all the time then. Well, I, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought that's, that's pretty clever. That's pretty Pinpuller. calculated. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a lower charge as well. Mate, he was fucking shitting himself. I doubt he'll ever do it again. Maybe he was iced off his tits. No, I don't think so. I think he was just a racist cunt, you know. Wow. Coming around what, like. What, were you playing the Zorba in the car or something? Well, at that time, yes. Oh, my God. There was no music in the car. Oh. It was at the Bucks. Oh, so he was, ha- I thought you had loud music in the car and no. he was picking on the car. No. He wow. was like, he was punishing us. For playing music in the background, in the backyard. So he was oh like coming baby. and tampering all the cars in the front yard. That's unbelievable. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm thinking car park. What a can't. I'm a Polo Bay. I'm at the fish and chip shop. I don't know. Fucking hell. That sounds exciting. Oh, I was so excited. And so I'm I'm the one trying to talk to him like going, mate, that was pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. That was pretty fucking stupid. And then he turned on me oh. and said like, well, what about you? You sound like you had a few. 
Because he, oh, he had had a so few. Oh, so he's had a few, yeah. And I like went, yeah, well, I don't mind fucking stacking my reputation up against you, you fucking cunt, because I'm not the one getting – and like then I launched. We were all yeah, like fucking yeah, going right. for it. It was ridiculous. Wow. And ev- like everyone was trying to outmarch all each other then. It was so exciting. Really? I would yeah. have been Mika, so bored. Mika was the worst. Wow. Mika was like fucking like fucking jabbing him in the chest can, with his you, finger can, and everything. Do you know what Maddie and I would have done? Walked away. And I would have had a smoke and just watched. Yeah, Maddie would have, wouldn't have been able to stand. No, it. Maddie doesn't. Because people like were coming that. out into the street, onto their balconies, yeah. like, oh, "What's going on?" Yeah, Maddie would have like, been would worried you about his car. Caught someone fucking um, uh, letting the tires down the street. Wow! And so they'd run and call the coppers again. Coppers got there within fucking five minutes. Oh well, there must be a lot of trouble around there. One hot, one cop was hot. <laughs> okay. If you were desperate. Yeah. He was hot if you were desperate. Well. For, he was hot for Apollo Bay. There we go. Oh, I think surfy mm. up there. Mm, yeah. Isn't that where Rip Tide is or Rip fucking Rip? I guess. Mm. All, the, all the hot surfies live on the Gold Coast. Let's face it. Wow. All right, let's play some more music. Did you yeah, like that story? Yeah, there you go. That's a good Aussie story. There you go, boys. Fucking happens nowadays as well. All right, the next track, uh, did we do the Flash in the Pan track? We haven't. Yeah. No, we didn't. No one noticed when they released oh, it either. Oh. oh, when did they release it? It's <laughs> Who wrong. Who cares? I can't find anything on it. It's not 1988, is it? No. It's, I don't know. It's not does even it matter? the 80s. Yeah, it does because it's an 80s oh, record. It's got 88. Fuck. This is what we're trying to say about these compilations. Oh, f- I, th- I think if this was released in 88, there was an album came out in 87 called Nights in France and this song was called Money Don't Lie. Yeah, that's right. And it was the very first track on the album. There we go. So it was 87. So it would have 87. Been 88 it passed. So it was probably released in 98. Thank you. Good on you. Well, um, they tend to like this band, The Thing. Now, now, this is mental as anything. I fucking don't mind it. Mm. I'm not a huge mental fan. I'm not. I'm mental, but I'm not a huge but fan. But you're not as mental as anything. Well, this is anything that Martin Plaza sang I didn't mind. Yeah, right, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I like Martin's voice, but here we go. This Very one, Aussie. This is cute. Another Sydney band. I love the BVs. 
It's actually beautiful production of that track. It is. That's what I mean. It's the best song I've ever heard them do. You like the chicks. Hey. I do, but I like the chord p- progression behind it as well. Yes. Very pretty. Mm. Tell me more about it. Well, ment- I'm confused. Mental as anything, you know. Mental as anything. Well, it's not if I mean I like if you leave me, can I come too? But I fucking hate hey you with a big fucking cock. But you know that went to live it up. Uh, live it up. Peaked at number three in the UK. It went to number really? four in Norway. Went to number six in Germany because it was in Crocodile Dundee. Oh right, okay. Mm. Big hit for them, and cute clip. Um, I always think of Martin Plaza and, of course, Reg Mombasa, uh, famous for, uh, you know, doing guitars and, and vocals and stuff but also doing Mambo. He was the designer of Mambo. Yeah. And I think Martin Plaza and James Freud did the Hawaii track together. Yeah. What was that called? What was Cat their fish other project? That they, oh, so, oh um, something fish, beat fish. Beat, beat fish. I loved that project they did. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. So I'm a Martin Plaza fan. I Some think Reggie is love and tell yeah. me that you really care. I love it. Um, mental as anything. Never heard this track before. Maybe I have. Mm. Not sure though. Mm, very Sydney thinking, sound. Thinking it's, out loud. It's that sort of like uh, larrikin kind of take the piss out of themselves slightly kind of thing like Hoodoo yeah, well Gurus. That's, that's right, yeah. Like the Hoodoo Gurus. See, I love Hoodoo Gurus, um, My Girl. That yeah, always reminds me right. of mental as anything. The, uh, I'm yeah. obsessed in that video with the fucking dog and walking it around the track. Yeah. As a kid I thought that video was the best fucking thing mm. with the ground. What are they called, greyhounds? Greyhounds. Oh, I was besotted by that video and it was really not that bloody great. It was just Aussie. Well, what it else really was English. It was really okay. English because tr- the dog races weren't that big in Australia. Nah, yeah, they were. I think it was more of an My English My uncle thing. used to do it. Yeah, but in 81? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I only knew horse racing. Yeah, no. Nah. So I thought they were from England. Dog races, it was something that you could do sort of in a city because you could have the dogs out the back. You kind of, you know what I mean? Right, in your backyard. Yeah. So it was yeah. a big sort of Aussie suburban thing, like to have a fucking greyhound. Were they expensive though, the dogs? They yeah. must have been. And you'd have to walk them all the time and race them and train them and yeah. all of that shit. Gave people something to do. Well, fucking bloody, what's his name, walked his dog? That's it. D- Dave Faulkner. Dave Faulkner was walking his puppy. I loved it. Um, okay, mental as anything. We are now on to one of the best bands Australia has ever fucking produced. Yeah. Interesting this track is on the record because it's not really rock, is it? Well, no, it's not. <laughs> but in Sweden it is. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. I love it. I love it. This album's great. Um, all right. Let's Famous, do this famously one. Australian funk band Wawane. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Fantastic. No, it was very, very funky. This album's starting to become clear that it was sold at the post office for mm. me. But I don't know. Was it a Swedish? Or maybe they sold it at the post office. I remember seeing the logo. Now I think about it. Yeah. Well, they were bang for their buck, they would have sold it at the post so office. So Wawane, I'm glad they put Wawane on this record because it's very good, but yeah. it's definitely not rock. No, that's it. It's funk. It's funk. Um, Wawane, beautiful Paul Gray, rest in peace, Mark Gray. Remember when Steve he passed away? Um, yes, I do. Paul Gray in, in 2018. Yep, wasn't that long ago. Well, not really, still feels fresh. Mm. Um, he was battling for a little while but he still worked up until, you know, he was really sick. He was a huge musical director and he was doing all the different shows and no one's really replaced him, to be honest with you. I was talking about this to Canon the other day. I said no one's really replaced, not that you want to replace him, but usually someone will jump into that spot yeah. and become a, a musical director out of nowhere where Paul really was the main guy. Mm. And I said to Canon, I said, there's not really anyone else that's done that, you know, that's been consistent like Paul and being rung up and said you need to do this or that. So Sugar Free was huge for them because they when they did this on solid gold. I always say it but Wawane were on solid gold and it I just couldn't believe it when I saw it mm. because it was an Aussie act, it was a dance act and they'd hit big time. And they were on solid gold and everything that show did with the dancers and stuff as a kid, that was my education. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. where the R&B comes from and the dancing and and to see an Aussie band on that. So did it chart in America? It must have. I can't get any sugar stats free. on sugar, sugar free, free actually. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, it's uh, – yeah, you can't get a lot of stats. In Australia it went to number 10. In the US it went to 35, which is not too bad. No, it's not. Would have made them money. Mm. Yeah, no, that's good. Sugar Free Wawane, amazing band. I think Steve Williams is now going out and doing Wawane, guitarist of of Wawane, his own show. Mm. I Stimulation was the other one they had, the first single, which was great because it had Helen from um, Dolly Magazine. That's um, my favourite track of theirs. Yeah. Oh, look, see, I got into the second album. And they're really lovely, lovely band, you know. Yeah. But uh, there you go. So Wawane, not rock, but we put it on the record anyway. Um, okay, number seven. Back to Noise Works. Back Paul, to Noise Pete, Peter. Works. Peter Larson's favourite band, Noise Works. And because um, I've labelled these songs really, really simple, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here it is, Noise Works. <laughs>
Wonderful. Fucking love that song so much. Great track. Really goes down well live. Sure does. As I say, best live band in the country still. I think this could this could have been their highest charting song. Yeah. I think Take Me Back. It went to number seven in Australia. Well, No Lies was big but this was the staple mm. one for sure. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah. And... Great track. Mm-hmm. What band did we do it in? Puppets. Oh, it was the Puppets because he put it down about two octaves, I remember. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. It was really low. when we did it I went, why does it sound different? Yeah, why does it sound weird? But it was because he had it down because no one, I don't know, mm. who we had singing it. But very big voice, very, very big voice, the old John Stevens. Awesome job. And that was the first track on side two, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Sorry, I'm just looking up sort of stats now. Uh, Take Me Back went to number seven in Oz. It was tied with Hot Chili Woman, with, which also went to number seven. No Lies went to number 31, which was surprising. Mm. No, Lies, no Lies came out in 86. Take Me Back came out in 87. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would do stuff like Touch in 88. In my youth, 89, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, Hot Chili Woman is the other standout, isn't it? I loved yeah. it. Hot Chili Woman. They did. Um, oh, yeah, because Maddie toured with Noise Works. I just remembered that. Because the mannequins, Attack of the Mannequins supported Noise Works. Oh. Well, my, my cousin Matt, remember, was um, toured, uh, toured in Noise Works. He was... He was the musical director oh, yeah, for, yeah, 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 for a right. couple of tours. Yeah. And um, he's mates with fucking Tony, Tony Coper. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did take you higher with the hip dis- um, with the um, hip, rep- hip, <laughs> hip replacement sisters. Oh. Ricker and Linda Ball. Really? Mm. Take me higher? Yeah. Okay, that vaguely rings a bell. That didn't do very well. Yeah, no, but I mean, Jesus. Mm. Oh, look, I, I just, I love John Stevens. I just think his voice is so underrated. Oh, you reckon it's underrated? I think people know what the fuck they're getting. But I just think he, I don't know. No, you know what it is? When he first came out, he wasn't Australian looking. No, so that's no right. one really acknowledged his no, voice. No, that's right, yeah. You had to look like Hutchie. Or like fucking someone from Mondo Rock. You yeah. couldn't look Cook Island or – yeah, sorry, John, right. I don't know what – I know you're from New Zealand. And John had already done all this in New Zealand, you've got to remember as well. So yeah. he's very humble and he already probably knows that not everyone's going to go, you've got a great voice because of his look. Yeah. But if you're smart enough to understand that the guy can sing, yeah, he de- I never, I always got scared of his voice. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, but I think when you saw him live, you knew more. Mm-hmm. They just didn't. Australians didn't get anything that wasn't Australian looking. No, and just thought, oh, you know, yeah, it's like um, Cindy Lauper. No one thinks she can sing really, but she's got the range of fucking. She's got the biggest range. Yeah. No one can do Cindy Lauper. She's really hard to do. Yeah, that's right. But people will think, oh, well, she's just Cindy because she's a bit nuts. Yeah, yeah. She's not your normal looking fucking blonde bimbo or whatever. So I think that's what happened there. And then you had Chet on guitar and you had the boys 
looking at was it Justin Justin Stanley, who mm-hmm. his wife is um, Nick Acosta, who's one of my fucking all time favorites. Yeah, she's just about to bring out a new record, so I'm really excited about that because it's been a while because they've had a couple of kids. Mm. Justin Stanley, um, but yeah, I think that's what it was in the eighties. If you didn't look around eighty seven, especially. If you didn't look blondie, kind of, you weren't kind of. No, that's of true. Yeah. There? Because yeah. it was Kylie and Jason kind of. Oh, fuck. It was very Stock Aiken and Waterman yeah. time. Yeah. Very, you know, skeggy, sailor, you yeah. know, like, like fucking surfy. Yeah, surfy you know? kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, awesome. So that was uh, side two, song one. Mental as anything, I don't have this track. This was another track by them. I can't read that. Don't. Tell Me Now by Mental As Anything was song two. Mm. Midnight Oil, I didn't put this one down as well because we're running out of time. Oh, what's this song? It looks like Name of a Place. Wakan Warakanara? I don't know. That's probably really bad that I don't know but I can't read the record cover. Um, Flash and the Pan makes another appearance. Flash and the Pan. I, Ayla, are you reading this? Because I can't pronounce anything. Uh, well, when, no, I can't. Hopefully this gets out of here. Ayla? A-Y-L-A. Oh, Ayla, sorry. Ayla. It's Ayla. Yeah. A-Y-L-A. Now, I've got the next Wawane track because I wasn't sure what this song was, When the World is a Home. Strange songs on this record, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. But it is Sweden. We must remember that. And the licensing's probably really, really cheap, but not. You know what I mean? They've probably yeah. they've probably paid for Noise Works, and the rest are just half price. Yeah. Well, wow, I knew they would have paid for as well. But all right, um, let's play it. This track is interesting. I I didn't think I'd heard it, but then it sort of rung a bell. Track. It's a bit Jimmy Jimmy. 
Yeah, it is a bit Jimmy. You know, Jimmy. it's the Jimmy Jimmy of the record. It's very Jimmy it's, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy Jim. It's I'm like not a into track. it. Yeah, it's a bit cheeky. I was going to say to you, I just thought of it then when we're listening back, back to John Stevens. The only time Aussies really took John Stevens seriously to the extent was when he did Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, yeah, right. And they put him up against Farnham and Kate mm, Sobrano. Gotcha. Then everyone went, oh, fuck it, go and sing, you know? 100%. Um, that was where it changed, I think, for. He didn't. He was seen as a singer on his own more so than the band. He was amazing in that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. That's when people went, oh, my God. Because it is different. The, the, the types of stuff you do can depend on how people perceive you for mm. sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, going back to YYNE, I think that's off the first record. That would have been a cheapie. Yeah, yeah. Throwing two for one. Yeah, right, right. You know. There you go. You can have that one too. <laughs> nah, but, uh, yeah, Sweden would have loved it. It's Diddy, little Diddy for Sweden. Yeah. Uh, the next track was, oh, this is where it fucks up. Now, right? the next one's a bit interesting. Mm. This happens a little earlier in the album, but we're going to play it now. Um, what do you mean it happens earlier in the album? Oh, are you are you not playing? Oh, you're playing that one. Okay, I see. What am I playing? The wrong one. No, no, no. But Dave Dobbin is on this album twice, so he was the third track in, and now he's the second last track. So we're going to play the second last track. Oh, I did miss Dave Dobbin. Okay, but what did Sweden miss? Anyway, it was <laughs> Dave Dobbin. Dave Dobbin is very famously like a son of New Zealand. That's right. He is Sir Dave Dobbin. Yeah. You know he's um. He's a he's a gem. He's a national treasure from New Zealand. He is so uh, uh, certainly not, not Australian. Aussie. I mean, although John Stevens is also New Zealand born, um, but the band he, he had his from big, biggest successes here. Yeah, uh, but Dave Dobbin very much. Maybe I, that's why they thought they could get away with it. Actually, when you think about it, possibly. I don't, look. I I just think the other side of the world they they don't quite well, get the differentiation. That's you know? right. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like RuPaul. RuPaul is like they do RuPaul Down Under and it's Australia and New Zealand. I don't think yeah, New Zealand has right. ever been referred they think to we're as together. Down Under. Yeah, 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 right. That's right. It's like thinking sort of Canada is part of USA. Yeah, right. Interesting. You know I, mean? I thought it was funny. And, and to pick on Dave Dobbin who is a national treasure like <laughs> yeah. you said. Yeah. Um, so we're going to play this song by Dave, not one of his best. But he was like New Zealand. That's all there is to it. Like yeah. He was always the biggest thing over there, you know. But this one's from Dave. Let's have a listen. Then we're going to listen to the one that everyone knows after this. Here we go. This is the one on this record though. Damn positive. 
no problem, just a feeling. Two fast cars on a one-way street. Two fast cars on a one-way street. We are two fast cars on a one-way street. Two fast cars on a one-way street. Speeding down the Two fat cunts on a one-way street. <laughs> two fat cunts on Who's a one-way street. I actually read it as two fat cunts. I wish it was. It would have been more interesting. Then, yeah. Two fast cars. There we go, Dave Dobbin. I want to drill my ear all out after if someone said you've got to hear this for the rest of your life, I'd be like, What is it like? It's like something else. I don't know. Cancer. Are this no, <laughs> no? It's not like that. This is very New Zealand. This is very New Zealand. <laughs> There's a lot of fresh air in this. There's yeah. a lot of too much relaxation. Yeah. It's 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 like you get a fast car. All the songs are shit with fucking cars like that mm. in it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. not into Tracy Chapman's car either. Are oh, you not? I'm not in. No. Fucking no way. Well, the next one's a little bit exciting. It's it's a good one to end on, I reckon. Well, yeah, this is the Australian cover band of the fucking year. Yeah. So we played the Party Boys before they have a second track on this one. Yep. This one's solid. And there's so, a little this, surprise at the end. This is a big Party Boys track, you know. Oh, yeah, it was. Here yeah. we go.
didn't speed up the record. Sounded little segue, like a little segue there into Chantuzies. So this is interesting because they were brought out really close together. Yeah. And I, as a kid, went, "What the fuck is happening mm, with the what world?" What are people doing? We heard the. I, I'm. I'm. Look, I don't know which one came first. It might have been the Party Boys, but it could have been the Chantuzies. I think. I think it was. 88, wasn't it? Like Chantuzies? No, nah, 87. They're both 87 because I remember it was a month apart mm. and I was watching Countdown and one week the Party Boys were on and then the doing next this? week the Chantuzies was doing this and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't understand. <laughs> um, preferably I enjoy the Chantuzies. Mm. There's only twosie of them left. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, so. They were in the charts at the same time. That's right. This is what I'm saying. So as a kid, I would sit there trying to think about what the marketing was from that. Like why are they doing this? No, they just did it. It just happened, I just think. Just wanted to compete maybe. Yeah, well, the Party Boys were a cover band. The Chantuzies were more of an original thing with David Rain and Toddy's brother and stuff. Um but, yeah, very confusing to watch Countdown around this time. Party Boys went to number one, peaked at number one for two weeks. Right. Did that? Chantuzzi's went to 36. Yeah, so I think they must have done it first mm. and fucked the Chantuzzi's version. Oh, maybe. yeah. Chantuzzi's would have had, yeah, 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 yeah. They, their other tracks would have done it right though. Oh, yeah, Kiss and Tell. I mean, mm. Witch Queen was huge. Yeah. But um, I think that was a cover Witch Queen anyway, but... Interesting to be watching music TV and that happening, you know. Yeah. That's why I wanted to play and I'm sure that Sweden haven't heard. The, I think there was a million versions of this track. Yeah. Tracks. I think it's 1971 came out um, a guy called John Congos. Oh. He's going to step on you again. Oh. Also known as Step On. Step On, right. Not bad. No. I wasn't a fan of the track. But no. it's on this record. The Party Stand Boys get to be in my mm. Yeah, but uh, very different treatments of the track. Swanee up front of that one. It was popular in Australia. The original. It went to number two. Didn't it go somewhere in England though as well? Wasn't it? Well, the original went to number two. Oh, radio! Great. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's mm. a good album, Peter. There we go, Pete. Thank you very much, mate, for getting in touch and making that suggestion. We'll always do whatever our subscribers say. Yes. Especially when it has to do with um, a compilation album. And let us know, Pete, if you did think that Dave Dobbin was Australian because of this record. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know he took Noiseworks away and went, this is amazing. Mm. But, I mean... I think as Australians we knew where everyone came from because we didn't really, I don't know, maybe we just had more music around. But I remember thinking, oh, the Arrhythmics are from England or. Yeah. I never would have looked at a compilation and gone, hang on, that's not yeah. an Australian band. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I, in, in saying that though, I don't remember many Australian compilations being put out. Oh, I do. Heaps. Like with just Australian bands. Um. I, I with just Australian bands, no. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure um, there was. Yeah, it's I just assume with those compilations that they would be released all over the world. You know what I mean? Like I never realized. Oh, they are. Yeah, 
They are, but yeah. it's funny to know that it's a fucking mistake. Yeah. Dave Dobbin ain't Aussie. Pretty much, and 118 Rock. Well, that's right. That's yeah. that's even bigger. Mm. Well, maybe not as big as Dave Dobbin, but <laughs> no. Dave Dobbin is like New Zealand. Yeah. I'll probably meet him when I'm in New Zealand because he fucking walks the streets. There we go. Him and Jason Moama. They're fucking just free as a bird over there, mate. Does he live there, Jason, Jason Moama? Jason does go there a lot. He's New Zealand. Moama. Yeah. What's his name? Not Moama. Melita. Momoa. Momoa. Moama. Moama. Jason, who's in Moana. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I see him, I'm going to call him that. <laughs> Hi, Jason Moama. Fucking, he went out with a f- with a friend of mine. Really, I'm sure he's been ago. out with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be lonely for long. No, no, not at all. There we go, guys. There's our aunt. thank you, Peter Larson. Peter Larson from Sweden. Now, guys, have a great New Year's coming up in a couple of nights. Well, it could be Happy New Year when they're listening to this. What? It could be Happy New Year because this comes out next Thursday. Yeah. And isn't Happy New Year Monday? Yes. Happy New Year! Happy New Year if you're listening on a... But we are going to do a Happy New Year the week. We are. Yeah. We're doing yeah, Happy yeah, New Year. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But, so, yeah, just go. in case you think we're mental. <laughs> it is 2024 for some people listening. That's right. Exactly right. Thank you, listeners who have listened to us this year and especially yes. jumped on board in 2023 yeah. and are listening right up until this point. Thank you for pushing us up the chart. Our, our chart positioning has really improved over the last couple of months. I don't know quite what it is but, you know, things are just catching on. It's very exciting for us because yeah. we work really hard. We love the yeah. podcast. Yeah, we do. You know, just b- became a way of us promoting our gigs and stuff yeah. like that but we just love the weekly conversation. So thank you for the support. And listening and supporting us, yeah, guys. That's right. We love hearing from you. So please like, share, rate, and review and get your friends on board, guys. You can write us a little note whenever you like in mm. the comment section on the music platform that you're subscribed to. That's right. Don't just listen to one episode, become a subscriber. Write us a little notes in the comment section when you're giving us five stars out of five. And that's how Peter Larson got his own show tonight. Exactly right. Spotify. If- oh, it might have been a message he sent me. Mm. But, yeah, amazing. Also, um, if you are in Melbourne, we are doing heaps of gigs in Melbourne. March is really busy. We've got the Hallam Hotel. We've got the Sandbelt Hotel. We've got the Burvale Hotel. We've got Sookie Lounge. Come down to that. Um, also, I was going to say if you do want to hire rewindaddiesband.com for a private function, you're quite welcome to. We are we Australia-wide. So we did a birthday party in Sydney the other night. We can do whatever. Rewindaddiesband.com. You can uh, have a look at that. A lot of people are doing their Christmas parties in January, especially sort of uh, uh, hospitality really? and that kind of industry. So if you haven't booked anything yet yeah. and you're listening to the show, give us a call because we do have some openings in January. Yeah, oh, we do, absolutely. Mm. Um, and Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. You can become a Patreon if yeah. you wish. Thank Peter. you. Peter, and Peter thank you to our existing Patreons, guys, oh, all around God. the world, our listeners, our long-term supporters. We really thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, we Good do. And I hope you enjoy your Chrissy episode. I hope you enjoyed that one. hope you enjoy your New Year's out with your friends and loved ones. Have it at home, guys. Save some money. 
Fucking New Year's out is a nightmare. It's fucking. There is so much shit on though. Yeah, there is. There's I a lot of stuff. I cannot believe where the money's going. Who yeah. the fuck's going to go to all these? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you'll be in Cairns. I'm now? in Cairns. We're going to do uh, an live episode cross. from up there, a live cross to You're me up there. Fill us in on how it's going and let you all know the weather and yeah, because it'll come from the horse's mouth. That's it. And um, don't get eaten by a fucking crocodile for God's sake. No, I'll try not to this time. Oh no, yeah. I, that scares me. They they they're, they're very active after sort of like storms like they this. They would be because they sort of they get washed out of their little hidey holes yeah. and stuff, and you know they where they hang out because they hang out in like little like you know little fucking crevices in the mud and stuff. Yeah, they all get filled in. They don't know where to go, so they oh, they've Jesus. got to come and look for food. And yeah, they get very active. So it could be a few sightings. But we'll yeah. let you know yeah, next episode, we'll talk guys. About that. Thank you. And if it's music mateys. Well, cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>